0: I had one of these
1: frozen kind bars oh yeah I've had kind bars
0: frozen kind bars though
1: oh I didn't hear that part because you're because of how full your mouth was of kindness no is, it, is that the way to go That's the
0: first time I heard this that this week hmm? <laughs> what? isn't that a little bit redundant? It's think outside the box set. The internet's only outrage machine. And I'm Maddie Hunt.
1: I'm Cameron Dewitt. Art and pop in this economy. It's my favorite joke format. I'm just gonna run it into the ground. It's already in the ground. Six feet under, it's dead. But I'm gonna revive it. Right to the
0: center of the earth. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Um. This is, this must be episode four. For? Of, I think so. Of this season 27. Uh, I was telling Becca about this album. I was like, Becca, this album's so fun. It's so good. And they were like, Which one is this? What are the hits on it? I was like, I guess applause? I <laughs> the only, song, one in, yeah, only one I've as heard. A before? Single. But maybe, yeah. Oh, but like for me, only because it was like, a popular TikTok song uh, sound for a minute.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Like,
1: I I don't really remember hearing any of these songs before except for that one on TikTok mm-hmm. recently. So yeah, I don't. I feel like this album's sort of been memory hold in the general public, and I think that's a shame because it's fucking fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And the the production on it is really delightful, and I. I think a lot of the content is pretty interesting. The lyrical content, Uh some of the ideas and yeah, I I'm having a great time talking about lady Gaga. Yeah. It's fun. I didn't, I didn't think I would, uh, I (laughs) thought I would be like maybe more annoyed. Uh And most of the time when I do get annoyed, it's in the context of how much fun I'm having. So
0: (laughs) I'm mad that I'm having so much fun. (laughs) Ah, this is such an inconvenience. Oh, bother.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I get so grumpy, you know, and uh, I just feel like giving her so many benefits of the doubt that I wouldn't Mm -hmm. give other people just because I think her music is so fun.
0: I wanted to say, uh, speaking of memory hold, the song she did with R. Kelly uh, was removed from all streaming versions and new vinyl and CD pressings of the album. And guess what the title of that song was? It was
1: do what uh, you want,
0: which is not something you want to say to R. Kelly.
1: Yeah. And it's not something that R. Kelly says to people.
0: Yes, it is not.
1: <laughs> do what I want. Um, um, so. Good. Well, it'll be memory hold in this episode too. Mm-hmm. Although like, I'm glad that they took it down, but also like, didn't everyone know about this shit back then as well?
0: <sighs> I have no idea. I, I thought so, because there was all those jokes about R. Kelly and Piss. Like, right. Thrift Shop came out, what, t- 2011? And the thing about R. Kelly and Piss is it's not just, isn't it funny that he pissed on somebody or something? He pissed on a child.
1: 15-year-old, yeah. Yeah. And fuck a R. Kelly, and yeah. uh, I don't want to talk about the song. I didn't listen to it. I don't know how I would have. Me either. And yeah. that's fine with me. 14 yeah. songs is enough on an album. <laughs> It's already plenty long. <laughs> we
0: do not need that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um,
0: and at least it wasn't the lead single. I guess it was the second single, but Applause the, was the lead single from the album. Um, <clears throat> Applause peaked at number four in, on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States. Mm. Um, hot. Hot. Hot cha cha. I'm not even sure where I heard that song. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so this is... It's a very different record from her last record. It's, um, (laughs) apparently she wanted it to be like intentionally, here we go. Lack of maturity and responsibility (laughs) is Uh is the quote, (laughs) but it's it's not attributed on the Wikipedia. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of like fun and very sex positive.
1: Um, yeah. Gay a little bit. Yes.
0: Mm hmm. Um, She almost called the album Pop Art,
1: but instead called it Art Pop. Okay.
0: Which is, you know, very Andy Warhol. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think, what do you think about that? Do you feel like this album, do you feel like these songs are are, are artistic?
0: um, Maybe in a pop art sense, because the whole point of pop art is to, like, try to erase the distinction between high art and low art, and elevate one to the other, and, like... Use low prestige mediums or media to talk about, or like, you know, genres or traditions to um, make commentary and to, you know, I don't know. There's a lot to pop art, I guess.
1: Um, Take that, Joanna Newsom.
0: <laughs> maybe Lady Gaga saw that interview and she's like, oh shit, I better up my
1: game. Um, <laughs> they're on to me. <laughs> they're on to me.
0: Um, I wonder if she also got more. Uh, what, what, what was the thing? Joanna Newsom was criticizing her for like not being scuzzy enough, or like something. Right. Yeah. It was. Which, it was really. It was a weird know. critique to make. To be like, <laughs> yeah, this titillation is not like depraved enough. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah. So this, she gets
0: pretty sexy on this record.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Well should we talk about songs mm-hmm. here is the first song with not the first title aura Do you see do you pick I took loud long you huh? want So, so fun. Of,
0: yeah. Do yes. You wanna do you want to
1: see the
0: girl who lives behind
1: the aura, behind the aura, behind the aura? Yeah, and then it, there's like a drop in every song where it's go it's going, <speaking> Like every song. It's so fun.
0: <laughs> it's really fun.
1: Yeah. Sorry did for whatever sound Did you see what this song was originally uh, called? I
0: just threw my recording device around again <laughs> No! Stop! <laughs> so I have to embarrass myself publicly um, on both of our shows that we do just so you know um, I did see what they were going to call this song originally and I think was originally like in the lyrics of it too
1: uh, yeah. instead of
0: Aura it was going to be Burka.
1: Yeah which this is, I think this is Gaga's like Achilles heel. <laughs> she wants to like, that she is white. borrow an idea for, yeah. <laughs> and Beheading, she is like, so white. white. Yeah. Um,
0: she, I mean, she literally has a song later on the album called Gypsy. Yeah. Not Whoops. great. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Don't be doing that shit. Ah, <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. Yeah. Uh, she loves Um, distilling another culture down to, uh, a metaphor to suit her own, uh, flippant ideas. Exactly. Um, and it, it really,
0: like, it really casts a new light on some of these lyrics. Like in verse one, I'm not a wandering slave. I am a woman of choice. My veil is protection for the gorgeousness of my face. You ought to pity me cause was arranged one man to love, but in the bedroom, the size of him is more than enough. And then in the chorus, do you want to see me naked lover? Do you want to peek underneath the cover? Do you want to see the girl who lives behind the aura, behind the aura? Or do you want to see the girl who lives behind the burka, behind the burka? Yeah. Um, and she still does talk about burkas in verse two, <laughs> at least <laughs> according to the genius.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Enigma pop star is fun. She wear burka for fashion. I don't know if this is an accurate trick. Tr- uh, transcription or not, it's not a statement as much as just a move of passion. Um, and then, <laughs> okay, I'll read. What does this. that mean? I may not, I may not walk on your street or shoot a gun on your soil. I hear you screaming. Is it because of pleasure or toil?
0: What? <laughs> walk on. Uh, like, I is don't know. is that a reference to American imperialism? I may not walk on your street or shoot a gun on your soil. Like, Maybe. I'm not invading your countries, but I do hear you screaming. But I don't know yeah. if it's because you're happy or because you have to work a lot. I'm not sure if that's those are the only two options there, Lady Gaga, especially if you're talking about Americans invading these countries.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that you can't just do a find and replace, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh but this is a dance song and mostly what people hear is the the chorus. Do you want to see me naked lover? Do you want to peek uh-huh. underneath the cover? Do you want to see the girl who lives behind the aura, behind the aura. Um She's I unmasking. wish that the song I w- yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wish the the whole concept of auras is is very upsetting to me because it means that Uh, it's implying that someone knows something about someone else and isn't just projecting a bunch of stuff onto them. It's like, oh, I see Mm -hmm. your aura. Like you're emanating this energy and it's about you and it's not about me and what I'm bringing to the table. Right, Um, yeah. That kind of language has always really upset me. And I like the idea of, well, come look behind the aura and see who I actually am, you know? Cause it's your aura. I don't know. I wish that's what the song was about. Cause I think that's like a good replacement, but I wish the song was actually about that instead of just trying to like talk about, uh, I don't know. Uh, she, she loves all of this like Euro dance music. And I feel like mm-hmm. her, uh, attitude about Islam is very European. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm not saying that as like a fan of Islam. I'm saying that as like an American who, you know, uh, got to see a new paranoia, a new moral panic, uh, as I, as I grew up, you know, I recently had a conversation with, um, a friend of mine who's from New Zealand and, uh, uh, (laughs) I was telling him about how, um, what's his name? Who's the, uh, Peter Jackson. Comedian. Um Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham? Dunham? Yeah.
0: I think it's Jeff
1: Dunham. Uh, He has he has one of his puppets is like a you know, the dead terrorist. And he does this like, you know, really horrific like um character of this dead terrorist. Yeah. And uh uh and I was describing it and it could because we were um we were passing a sign for uh Jeff Dunham playing at some college. Apparently he's still working. Uh, And I was like, Oh my God, Jeff Dunham. I forgot about him. Um, He was like, so racist. And then I was describing this thing. And then uh, my friend was just like, that sounds kind of funny to me. And then I was like, Oh, that's right. You weren't here when like our entire country turned on everyone who was like vaguely oriental. (laughs) You know, like, uh, anyone who is, like, South Asian, uh, West Asian, North African, anyone who, in, in, like, our country's perception, like, could be possibly Muslim or Muslim adjacent. Even some Eastern Um, Europeans, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We just, like, turned on everyone uh, who vaguely fit the description. And uh, this... You know comic act it's like obviously like you know the people who are you know terrorists like fucking suck and like they should be made fun of because i think that's like where my friend was. now cameron was, like, there's oh, fine yeah.
0: people on both sides you know i'm not here to like
1: it's like <laughs> and you know any kind of religious extremism is like you know uh bad um it doesn't mean that, mm-hmm. like, an imperialist police force should, like, stop it necessarily. But um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I agree it's bad. And, like, maybe those people deserve to be, you know, made fun of. But, you know, my friend, like, didn't realize, like, the context of, mm-hmm. like, what Islamophobia means in America post-9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I feel like this song is... <laughs> I, I'm a little surprised to hear like an American who's like trying to be like a liberal, like in the media, um, trying to make a song about a burka
0: Um, or maybe I shouldn't
1: be surprised. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. (laughs) It's like, leave the topic alone. I, yeah. Like
0: to some degree, I think, I think she might have some good intentions of like, trying to not be at least overtly islamophobic and to like use the image in a way that maybe like normalizes it or i mean this is also around the time when like european countries start banning burkas completely right right um so to like just treat it as if like hey this is just like a norm well i don't know about how normal it is in the song but like at least to not talk about how awful it is (laughs) it's like a little bit of counter-programming to what was going on in the culture of the U S and True. Europe at the time. She's saying I'm that not doesn't a make slave. It good either. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's is, like,
1: it is counter-programming from the like, Oh, the, those women over there are oppressed. Don't yes. pay attention to the women here. <laughs> Nothing going on here. You don't have it yeah. that bad. <laughs> they, they can't even have abortions
0: over there in some places. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it?
1: Uh, can you even believe it uh here's a cool beat my is protection for the gorgeousness of my face you me was this, like <laughs> like sounds are like super fun i like all yeah. of the um non-transcribable music that's happening like pure is it kind of like electronica would you say it's like a little bit like a dubstep influence or? Well, this is what? 2013. Wasn't that big? Yeah. Big at that
0: time. I think so. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know much about dubstep. I just know the one key and peel sketch about it. <laughs> That's where I get most oh, of my I knowledge.
1: Know. <laughs> oh. I seen that. I'll put, it we'll in put a link in the show notes. If I, fi- if I can find it. Key and peel dubstep. Uh, should we talk about it's fun. more songs? I want to talk about. Yeah, Venus. sure. Yeah. Venus. Venus. Yes. Gaga says this song is really about sex, but it's about sex on the most mythological way.
0: Hmm. Personally, I feel like you should go to Greek if you if you want to, like, be the most mythological way. But I guess you can go to these, like, you know. Um, the Roman gods, you know, I like them back before they were cool when they were Greek.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, so basically the idea of this song is go to Venus, the planet, because that's where Venus is the god of love. And then it's like <laughs> conflating the ideas of the planets that these Roman gods are named after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mostly, let's go to Venus because because sex that's the that's the whole concept of the song
0: i mean it is a hot planet right
1: uh that's is what i like I'm, super yeah, hot i think so it's all volcanoes i think
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh and then in the bridge we get to visit all the planets this be the Venus. <laughs> go
0: go now
1: Sir Pluto Sir Pluto. Saturn. Still Not a planet. planet back then. Jupiter. <laughs> Mercury. <Fine>. Venus. <laughs> Here comes. Uranus.
0: Don't you know my house
1: is
0: Venus? Now time the gods. Now time the stars.
1: I love <laughs> you're talking about like sort of childishness and like Uh, that that was like the the goal of I mean the Uranus joke it's right there Uranus Uranus don't you know my ass is famous
0: that's great I feel like that's exactly the right way to engage with it Um, because I mean it is right there it's very obvious and to yeah to just like call it out and sort of lampshade it like that is pretty fun
1: what do you think about this chorus? When you touch me, I die a little, just a little inside.
0: Um, maybe she doesn't have very good, um, like a very good spacesuit. Okay. Maybe it's like you know, uh, not very air sealed oh, or something.
1: Genius thinks that it's la petite mort.
0: Oh, I see. Um, I guess I guess you could. I guess I could see that, but like, what does that have to do with? venus and the stars and the planets and
1: stuff i don't know <laughs> uh oh, is that a nipple to- on the cover of the single uh, let's see let's see uh what do we got here
0: i mean there's a scorpion uh,
1: maybe i a see bit. a nipple
0: i don't know if that's her but it's
1: open image in new a tab
0: <laughs> <laughs> in private tab <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's totally there she's got a scorpion on her forehead Enhance.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, by the way, I've been listening to uh, the podcast you recommended, BigSoftTitty.png. Mm. I've been enjoying that quite a bit. Didn't you say was it was like a trans show of trans people?
0: No. Um, I, I might have, I mean, Demi is a queer woman.
1: Yeah. For um, some reason, I thought I'm it was th- like a show of two trans femme people. Um, oh. But I've been yeah. enjoying it yes. regardless. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Show.
0: Unhinged, feral Australians just being total <laughs> bonkers weirdos at each other, and also they fuck. Not not on this show, <laughs> but you know, outside of it. <clears throat> uh, Rocket number nine, take to off that's... to the planet to the planet Venus. Aphrodite, lady, seashell bikini, garden panty. Um, when I was listening to the song, I was like, she didn't just say panty, did she? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best word in the English language The best
0: word in the English language The one that always sounds good And never sounds creepy or bad Or unusable
1: Feeling a little panty Although, over here.
0: Yes I get it, I get it Although panty singular is probably Better than panties I would say um, Oh boy um, yeah, did you? Is it time to move on to the next one?
1: Yeah, let's do you talk wanna, about Do you want to be, be a guy?
0: <laughs> let's get a gif of the music video.
1: Love. Touch me, touch me, don't be sweet. Love me, love me, please retweet. Let me be the girl under you that makes.
0: So funny that she pronounces it jai <laughs> because yeah. like for gif versus jif like there's legitimate like <laughs> phonetic reasons for each one or like analogs or like words in english language that make either of those sounds there's not a single word in english language that makes a j sound with a g in front of a u
1: <laughs> i wish she had sung guy i think that would have been yeah that would have song. been better yeah it's weirder that she she says Jai, and she makes like a new acronym. hmm Um
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit gender fuckery. Um I wanna be the girl under you, I wanna be your G U I. Um
1: G-U-Y. Sorry, G-U-Y. Uh Lady Gaga says, She's not a gooey, uh, she's uh, a in an interview with, <laughs> with uh junkie in 2013. What I really like about G-U-Y is that it's about third wave feminism, which is, is, (laughs) which is
0: Uh that we don't feel the need to
1: be on top all the time or be in charge or take control like a man. I'm a power bottom. I like to be underneath.
0: That sounds like third wave feminism to me.
1: Nothing, no no comments, no criticism here. (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh... I've never heard a more. I mean, obviously there's a little bit more going on <laughs> to the concept of the third wave, but uh, oh, really? oh, I think interesting. she, I, I, I think she does a good job at like saying like, I can feel empowered and want to have someone topping me uh, mm-hmm. at the same time. I don't have to be a dominator to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the song mostly talks about sexuality um, a little bit of stuff outside of sexuality. Like I'm going to wear the tie. I want the power to leave you. I'm aiming for full control of this love. Um, let me be the girl under you that makes you cry. Um, mm-hmm. which I think is a lovely, in- could, could be read as a lovely invitation for emotional vulnerability from, uh, from men. Mm-hmm. Uh, later she makes a, uh, a different, Uh, acronym or initialism. Uh, Where is it? Doesn't she say girl at some point? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say the word and own you. You'll be my G I R L guy. I'm romancing loves. (laughs) Which totally doesn't work. (laughs) Totally doesn't work.
0: Guy I'm romancing. And then she, she tries to like break it up.
1: Like,
0: Guy in Romance and Loves to Hold You, but, like, it is the L supposed to just stand for Loves to Hold You? What? Oh, sorry, the L stands for L-T-H-Y, which stands for Loves to Hold You. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nested acronym. Initialism. That's... <laughs> Oh my God, that's, that's, that's (laughs) doesn't, although she does say, no, you'll wear my makeup well, which is a fun thing to say. I I like the gender fuckery stuff going on in the song. That's cool. Yeah, me
1: too. Um, Um, I like that her interest in, you know, ostensibly heterosexual connection is never really straight. It's either mm -hmm. like challenging or like bemoaning straightness and wanting to ascend above it while also being able to enjoy intimacy with people who happen to have that kind of body. Uh, yeah. I, I think that sec- her sexuality is so interesting in her songs, in her interviews. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much more going on here than I thought there would be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you want to hear this intro?
0: Sure. son of Aphrodite, lay back and feast as this audio guides you through new and exciting positions.
1: Such a great intro. It's so good. Yeah. That's such a cool little like vocal and synth figure. I didn't know about Himeros. Um... That is the uh that is the name of a uh a certain um film series <laughs> that I that I'm subscribed to. <laughs> I didn't uh, know and that. Uh, yeah, it is. And I thought wow, it was just cool. like like a play on hetero or um, himbo or something or himbo or something like that, but uh I didn't know that it was the son of Aphrodite. Uh I yeah. love that.
0: Um, uh, if you click on it, it links to the Wikipedia page for the Erotes, or Arates, I guess, a collection of winged gods associated with love and sexual intercourse. Okay. They are part of Aphrodite's yeah. revenue. Arates um, is the plural of Eros, love-desire, who has a singular deity, has a more complex mythology. Um, Interesting. And Himeros, specifically, is apparently uh, uncontrollable desire, re- representing desire and unrequited love.
1: Interesting. Um. Hmm.
0: Now, where are a the of, heroes? A lot of nice guy energy there. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Um, we can't talk about all of these songs, but I do want to talk about sex. Oh, I got to talk about sex dreams. Yeah.
0: Sex with three X's. Because it's just that sexy. <laughs> Touch myself and think of you Last night Then were in the sex dream You
1: were in That feels very
0: backstab
1: Oh my god <laughs> so This is my fun. favorite song on the album uh, If Sex dreams with three X's
0: hmm <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then at uh, a part uh, late in the song, this mm-hmm. happens. I can't
0: believe I'm telling you this, but I've had a couple of drinks and oh. My God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Usually I mm-hmm. think those like candid sp- spoken moments in songs are like, can be very irritating like taylor swift mm-hmm. does it all the time and i'm just like Ugh, yeah. this feels so <laughs> scripted you know yeah uh, but i thought the performance this is like forecasting you know uh, lady gaga the actor uh mm-hmm. and i think that performance is so great and feels so candid mm-hmm. um which is like yes, oh it's I, great. I it yeah that like uh, oh, I'm so uninhibited. I haven't been rehearsing how I'm going to tell you about this and make some sort of <laughs> opening. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs>
1: what did you um, think of this song?
0: It's great. It's gay. It's um
1: It's gay.
0: I don't, know. I don't know if we if we specifically said that, but um the idea the setup is that she he is lusting after this girl who has a boyfriend and it says, uh, heard your boyfriend was away this weekend, want to meet at my place. Heard that we've both got nothing to do. When I lay in bed, I touch myself and think of you. And when I think about you, I touch myself. Uh, great song. I think I think we've talked about it already this season, right? Yeah. Or was it on our Last bonus episode. show? I don't remember. Oh, was it? Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> that you, song's so you,
1: great. Um, you, you did I your TED Talk on it.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. I love all the things I say. Um,
1: we could be caught. <laughs> me too. We're both,
0: con- <laughs> We're both convicted criminals of thought. Let's white. Ooh, love that. Glove the bed. Help me here, because we can't hide the evidence in our heads. Um, hmm. She wants to have a steamy little uh, gay affair with this woman. Um And the chorus, of course, is just talking about how she has sex dreams. And she's telling this person, like, hey, just so you know, I've been having sex dreams about you. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) Don't stop the party.
0: Let's keep it naughty. Watch me act a fool tomorrow when I run into you.
1: I love that. That part of the fantasy. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then afterwards, we'll look at each other and we'll know. Uh yeah, this song is so effective. I think this bridge is interesting. Um yeah. There might be some poetic bluffs, uh, but I think I like that this song turns it from, like, gay into queer. You could turn to stone or the color of men petri- petrified by a woman. In love as I am, when I lay with you, I think of him. I think of him.
0: And it's really... I think it's really ambiguous what that means. Right. To, like... Is it, is it that it's hotter because she has a boyfriend and it's like an illicit affair? Right. Is it that she is imagining sort of a masculine energy or presence in this like gay sex? Um, right. Is it guilt or like there's any number of different like ways you could take that. Yeah. As it were.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love um, it. I'm obsessed. Yeah, the music is so catchy. It's, it's so, so fun. fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> great song.
1: Good song. No notes.
0: <laughs> no notes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> A A plus will do business again.
0: Um, what else should we do talk, you talk about? about um, I definitely want to talk about art pop and probably swine. Do, should we talk about? I mean, definitely applause. Should we? Should we talk about? Gypsy, or is it just enough to say, like, don't do this, don't be racist?
1: Yeah, that's basically all I have to say about the song. We've said it enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Casual uh, G-word racism (laughs) Stop it, people. I can't believe how much it comes up
0: in American, like, pop music still.
1: It's not just the word, but, like, the, like, you know, imagery of, yeah, I don't know. What, What, wouldn't it be fun to be spiritually nomadic? But also have an apartment. <laughs> it's like it's like what a boring idea. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if I want if I really wanted to hear about this, I would listen to Tenerowin, and I do, and I do, uh, because they are actually nomadic people who talk about being in love with the desert, and they're gonna have way more to say about uh, being nomadic and having a vast relationship with a place. Or like I don't know, listen to klezmer music or um, other 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 musics. Of <laughs> people who are doing that kind of thing. Anyway, yeah. that's all I have to say about that. Should we talk about art pop? Sure. Do you think the text of this song supports the idea of art pop?
0: Um, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what it what the text is about. I'm wondering if she is uh, in a sort of Mclemorean move, um, fucking the music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, God damn it, Mclemore. <laughs>
0: Is, do you think that's the right adjectival form of Macklemore? Macklemorean, Um Oh yeah, uh,
1: working, working hard or Macklemorean? Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because first one, come to me in all your glamour and cruelty. Just do that thing that you do, and I'll undress you. Keep it tight. Sometimes the simplest move is right. The melody that you choose can rescue you. Um, yeah, I mean, she does talk about i don't know it's it's really unclear in pre-chorus two she says a hybrid can withstand these things my heart can beat with bricks and strings my art pop could mean anything could try to sell you out or i could show you all the reasons why my art pop could mean anything she she continually says that my art pop could mean anything um yeah it's i don't know it's kind of a kind of a frustrating song.
1: Some some little a little DIY, DIY meaning.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, bring your own meaning, <laughs> BYOM.
1: Well, is it time to talk about little piggies?
0: Little piggies, yes. <laughs>
1: I know, I know, I know you want me. i just you so disgusting, you just a pig inside so- Oh, I took this whole sample, this whole drop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because it's pretty egregious.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think I've decided that I love music, which features women screaming, yelping, barking, all that kind of stuff. I saw yeah. the band deer hoof recently, and one of the openers had mm. a lot of like yelps and barks and screeches and screams, and I was like, "I am very much here for this. I love this."
1: <laughs> this is probably her most hateful song. Mm-hmm. Like on purpose, dehumanizing. Uh, yeah, it's, like you I mean, it's kind of it's. Gross it's kinky. Pig. I well, don't know if it's hateful so it, much as kinky. She says on the Howard Stern show, and take oh. this with a grain of salt, because she she says all sorts of things, and who knows wh- why she's saying them, but she says hey. the song is about rape, the song is about demoralization, the song is about rage and fury and passion, and I had a lot of pain that I wanted to release.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do with that, because, like, yeah, I... It feels like it's the language of kink. Like maybe when she says it's about rape, she's like working or like thinking about working through that trauma through the context of kink somehow. Or I don't know. Or maybe I'm just like, I see all this hateful stuff and think it has to be kink. I don't know.
1: Right. Right. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to make um, of this song.
0: She does say be a swine just for the weekend. That seems to me like,
1: Yeah. Pretty overtly, like, (laughs) kink. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, You're just a pig inside a human body. Squealer, squealer, squeal out. You're so disgusting. You're just a pig inside. Swine. Be that hog, sweat it out, you squealer. Slap her skin. He loves to watch your ass go wiggle. (laughs) There's there's a, a pavement song from back in the day where... I believe the opening lines are with these two Pigs dum-dums. they tend to oh gosh, little so when they ben, walk Is this good? I said Sunday Sunday with these idiots <laughs> That's such a cute little Yeah, That's, lyric. Good. that's
1: great. That's so cute! cute. <laughs> okay, okay, so cute. Uh, look what I just posted. Eating crap um, with these sacks of shit. If they died tomorrow, on no song. one would shed a okay. tear. So cute. Wait, <laughs> What the hell? Look, you called me a dum-dum <laughs> and she called me an idiot. So. Yeah,
0: when you post a pic of yourself where you look really cute <laughs> then you have to say something a little self-deprecating so it doesn't look like you're just
1: bragging. Oh. Okay, got it. Sorry. Yeah. Alright, this is good. (laughs) Slapping down some pig shit with these fat fucks, and I'm the fattest of them all. If I died tomorrow, no one would shed a tear. Load my freaking lard carcass into the mud. No coffin, please. Just wet, wet mud. Bay. (laughs) Jesus, Brenda.
0: <laughs> Slipping down fish piece with these wet chodes. <laughs> uh, I, love when the fr- <laughs> uh, I love when the premise of the sketch is here's an autistic person <laughs> trying to figure out <laughs> how neurotypical people work. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> such a
1: good sketch. Um, uh, credit to, I think you should leave. Um, this that's Third season's coming out
0: pick. in like a oh little more God. than a week. I'm so excited. Oh, great. Get hype. Get cool. hype.
1: Cool. Let's yeah. watch it.
0: Yes. Right now.
1: Right now. In a week. <laughs> what else yeah. should we talk? What else should we do we need to talk about? I'd be um, fine with like wrapping up. I don't have... maybe. Maybe I guess applause Dope, dope and what's applause the Dope and applause Okay yeah Let's do it Let's just like Look at dope real quick Because I think it's interesting Yeah
0: Who can't dope
1: This is Until I die My heart would break Without you My not Without you Been Foreshadowing Ballad God gotcha. We're going to get some more of this. I'm sorry and I love you. Stay with me, Belle Bottom Blue. I'll keep on searching for an answer because I need you more than no. I need you more than no. Need you more
0: than no. Is this the one that was like uh, compared to... um? David Bowie? No, I guess not. I don't know. There was apparently v- her vocal delivery in Venus was compared to David Bowie. She's a like, know, I feel like There's a little touch of
1: Bowie. Yeah. Bowie's in space. <laughs> what you doing out there, man? Um, here's what she has to say about this song. So then you sort of get to the sad end part of that story, which is that I became really addicted to marijuana. I know that sounds kind of crazy because people think you can't be addicted to it, but I guess I wanted to kind of be honest about it because I think a lot of people think you can't be. And I started using it as a coping mechanism for my anxiety and I'd smoke like 15 to 20 joints a day, just numbing, numbing, numbing my body, my spirit, everything. And eventually it makes you even more paranoid and sweaty and kind of worse than you were before you started smoking. And I lived high, like a whole year doing that maybe a little longer and it was really hard for people around me to see me in kind of a withdrawn state all the time even if I was creating even if I was happy making music doing what I did it was hard for them to talk to me you know I'm usually like a really articulate person and I wasn't so articulate anymore and I was just kind of not really there all the time so I wrote the song as an I'm sorry to all the people in my life that I really love is that I'm sorry to my fans, to my boyfriend, to my parents, and I sing at the end that I need you more than dope, and that's the truth, so here's dope from Pop. That was an interview with SiriusXM in 2013.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, theoretically it's possible to become like psychologically addicted to almost anything, right? Um, Like if you just want the dopamine release in your brain, This is why social media companies exist. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, so, like, that can happen with marijuana. It's not physiologically addictive in the same way that, like,
1: you know... Heroin.
0: Morphine. Alcohol. amphetamines. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, that sounds really sad. Um, And it's kind of... It's kind of um, a sweet song. Yeah. I and 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 it's interesting, too that um, so often from her, I think we've seen her writing autobiographically about something that really matters to her. Yeah. Um, but it's it's sort of like fitted into the mold of a love song in one way or another. Yep. and it's this one is like very straightforward, like no, this is just like her talking to her friends and fans. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's there's nothing in here that says it couldn't be a love song, but it, it's it's not like sort of forced to be in that kind of form. She's just she's singing about this specific thing where she felt like she was totally dissociating um, through smoking a lot of weed. Um, yep. So I appreciate that that she f- doesn't feel like she has to, you know, put everything into that form. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think the I Need You More Than Dope is, is an interesting play on a songwriting trope of, like, I need you more than... And I need
0: you more than trope.
1: Yes. <laughs> I need you more than uh, easy uh, songwriting formulas. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I I need you more that it usually would be like, I need you more than something that is actually essential to life. And she's mm-hmm. using that kind of idea to say, Oh, I need you more than this thing that maybe I don't actually need. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to reassure you, even though I'm like, I've been behaving in this way. I act, what I actually need is you and it's, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to withdraw from you.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like
1: an intention there. and And I think that's, I think that's interesting and and a good way to engage with a, a trope, and subvert it. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course, you need people more than you need dope. Yeah, that makes (laughs) sense.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you want to applause?
1: Here comes.
0: I think this was one of my on one of my running playlists back in the day because for a while there I was taking like you know top 10 top 100 songs and putting them on running playlists roughly around this time 2013 2014 2015 yeah so I think that's the the ways that I've heard the song most and it's got a pretty great uh like beat to run to
1: yeah yeah Uh, So apparently she had a hip injury in 2013 and had to cancel tour dates. Mm -hmm. And she says in that same interview with Junkie, I realized it was the applause of the fans that really kept me going because I would be ready to go on stage and just be crying hysterically, not understanding even how I was feeling. I was feeling very dizzy. I had a lot of vertigo. I had pain. Vertigo. I had pain. But it's like fuck if I know what hurts the most because I'd been on tour for a year but I didn't want to let them down and I couldn't cancel because the thought of leaving 50,000 kids in the arena just broke my heart so I went out every night and I played and I played and I played until I couldn't walk one night Mm -hmm. so that's to me a little more concerning than a marijuana addiction
0: (laughs) yeah that sounds troubling
1: yeah I guess that's what this song is about.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. Let's see. It's not directly after dope, right? It's It's two songs after after dope. Dope. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very interesting contrast with that song, Um, because especially like you know, if the you and I need you more than dope is like her fans, Mm -hmm. then is needing them more more than dope gonna like make her kill herself with like injuries performing? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if she's really aware of how those things contrast each other or that like applause is kind of concerning. Um, she kind of feels like she's just embracing it and being like triumphant, like, hell yeah, this is so great. This is what I live yeah. for. And it's good that I live for this.
1: It has a general um, sort of like till the ceiling can't hold us kind of vibe right. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah well uh lady gaga lady gaga very, you've done it again for the first time you've done it again i love um, the first like four four songs of this album especially mm-hmm. but i like the whole thing quite a bit yeah
0: Let's
1: see um i th- i think next week i think we're doing a the tony cheek. bennett oh, yeah cheek to cheek
0: um she did do a um at some point we might want to cover a very gaga holiday also
1: oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I didn't know that that sounds right? awful isn't that exciting <laughs> holiday, holiday albums are so bad yeah um,
0: maybe maybe well, she'll be the exception maybe she's be the first one
1: let's maybe we can save is it a Christmas I'm assuming it's a christmas album yeah uh maybe we can save it for christmas yeah sure yeah
0: that's only what eight months away seven months away we could do it christmas in july maybe
1: yeah and i think we should actually watch a star is born yeah we should instead of listening to the album let's just like watch the movie (laughs) and that'll be our Mm -hmm. first like movie uh review on the main feed
0: oh my god that's exciting
1: yeah that'll be great
0: Cool. Um, yeah. So until next week with cheek to cheek, <laughs> with Tony Bennett, or maybe not next week because Cameron, you're gonna be on tour, right?
1: Uh, I think we can probably do it next week. I'm gonna be back on oh. Thursday. Oh, cool. So, oh, quick tour. Or maybe even Wednesday. I forget.
0: Are you going on tour for one no, day? No, it'll be on Thursday. Okay, two <laughs> I'll days. Be back on Thursday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um.
1: Not this Thursday.
0: Oh, okay. Not this. I thought, okay,
1: great. Um, I, think we, I think we can make it happen if it works with your schedule. Okay. Let's see what gotcha. we can do.
0: We'll see what we can do. Yeah. So until next time, whenever that may be, um, this has been Thinking Outside the Box Set. You can um, visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Uh, join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Um, you can support us in a number of different ways. One of them is to just tell people about the show. Spread the word. You can also do the reviews at all the various places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, cram on those stars, type up the words that say, hey, this show's rad. You know, something like that. If you want to support us even more directly, you can go to our Patreon at That website, Kick us a few bucks every month, and you'll get access to all of our bonus materials, including a weekly mini-show called What's in the Box Weekly what's in the box weekly this week i talked about the television show succession and cameron
1: i what did did i forgot (laughs) i talked i talked about the show shadow and bone and deep space nine and uh abigail thorne's philosophy tube uh, episode on stoicism
0: it was a real um maxi box
1: the other thing you should do box
0: yes Our box overfloweth. Um, The other thing you should do, listen to Cameron's other podcast. It's called Get Up in the Cool, and you know you want to, so if you haven't done it yet, what's wrong with you? You need it more than dope. Just saying. (laughs) All right. Until next next time, I've been Maddie Hunt, and I can't believe I'm telling you this, but... I've had a, a couple drinks and, oh my God.
1: <laughs> I'm Cameron DeWitt and I'm a Himero.
0: <laughs>
1: Shout out to uh, pinklabel.tv <laughs> for introducing me to that series.
0: Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>